Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. There, there was a bear there, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter, and tonight I'm joined with Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky, and you can find me at the Chicken on Twitter. And Kama? Hi, this is Kama, and you can find me at the-real-comma-splice on Tumblr. Eon? Hi, this is Eon. I'm Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr. And Tina? Hi, I'm Tina, and you can find me at Cutie Pillar on Tumblr. This episode is part of our character spotlight series, and I'm super excited to be modding because we're doing hot pie. (laughs) (laughs) It's supposed to be like hot pie and other small folk, but he's taking top billing, so (laughs) I've got like... Of course he is close up. We would expect nothing. <laughs> and I went over everything. I was like Googling like crazy. I was looking up everything. And I reread all his little parts. So I was like, I was, I was satisfied. I think, Aww. I think we can get a, I think we get an episode out of this. A good one. Yeah. <laughs> I've listened to everybody else's episodes. So we're going over to kind of like a template of our questions. And our, our first one is what's your favorite hot pie character moment? Oh, it's easy. It's when everybody, when there's the battle and everybody's like yelling their stuff and Arya's yelling Winterfell, he's just yelling hot pie. That is the yeah, best. That's what that's I had on my note. Hot pie, hot pie. <laughs> just, he's such a great, George does this really well. He draws these sort of secondary and tertiary characters just as well as the, the main ones. And he's just such a, a nice a nice little, you know, I, I don't know how he'd fare as the main character, don't shoot me, but I mean, he's such a great little character. Oh, I'd love to see, like, his, I'd love to see his internal. Like, I would love to see what he thinks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was surprised, he it has a good wrong. bit. I'm thinking there's oh, yeah, a lot about bread, but yeah. <laughs> you know, he gets a lot of space in Arya's chapters when she's, you know, wandering around. Yeah. And he, um, there was one part that I thought was cute too, and I, I totally didn't remember this part, but it's when he was singing, and I've got the little like I've got a little part to read about that is from um, chapter two of a stor- area chapter two, a storm of swords, and hot pie shifted in his seat. I know the song about the bear, he said, some of it anyhow. Tom ran his fingers down his strings, and let's hear it, pie boy. He threw his head back and sang. A bear there was, a bear, a bear, all black and brown and covered with hair. And I got the tune totally wrong, but <laughs> Hot Pie joined in lustily, even bouncing in his saddle a little on the rhymes. Arya stared at him in astonishment. He had a good voice and he sang well. He never did anything well except bake, she thought to herself. So Pop Pie can sing! <laughs> yep, good. It's awesome. So That's canon. If the baking thing doesn't... doesn't pan out for him he's he's got a career as vocalist he's really a singing waiter (laughs) now i'm like man we didn't get any hot pie singing in the show (laughs) bear the main fair (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and like but it's funny though because she mentions at another point that um, they're sort of signaling, signaling each other with animal sounds, and she she mentions his bird calls are awful. So I don't know if that's just like a you know a continuity issue on George's part, or if he figured singing is different than bird calls. <laughs> well, is it 
that his bird calls sound horrible or that he has no idea what birds sound like? Because isn't he like a city boy? Yeah. yeah I think he's from <laughs> King's Landing. <laughs> so, like, if you've never heard, you know, or you don't pay attention to that stuff, I can't imagine you'd be much good at, yeah. at it. Yeah, she mentions. Mm. Um, so maybe. Yeah, with the writing. It's not too. his fault. He. Yeah, that they're they're like um, she mentions Gendry and you know Hot Pie are having a harder time with saddle sores and things because you know they they didn't grow up in the country or you know like she did. And uh, okay, so I guess we our next one would be like sort of along the same lines, but um, so what do you love most about Hot Pie? Well, I like it that he actually is supposed to be a good baker. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that is, it, I know that he's not like just bad at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I kind of love that he's not really invested in all the stuff that's going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, everyone else is this life-and-death struggle, and he's just this guy who'd be perfectly happy continuing to make cherry tarts for the guy in Heron Hall or whatever. Yeah, he just wants some peace and you quiet. <laughs> he's just got his thing going. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, as everyone else is rushing around and everything is, you know, he is truly a member of the small folk in that, you know what? He he just wants to do his thing, and and I gotta love that. And he's not. You what know, I really like about Hot Pie. Oh, go on. No, you go first. No, there's a little uh, lag there. Say, I really, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what I really like about Hot Pie is at the beginning he's just like uh, seems like a bully, and that's kind of how in real life like someone would portray themselves if they're in the situation he is. You got to be tough if you're gonna go join the Night's Watch. But then when you get to know him, he's not really a bully. Just kind of putting on a face and he's really just this like goofy kid who just really wants to bake and once they you know leave that they're going to the night's watch and they end up in the the next chapter of their lives like you really get to meet him and see like who he really is as a person yeah that's true because i mean you know you think about their age and they've got to kind of put on this sort of bravado because it's kind of scary what's happening to them and you know gotta act tough and He's he's really you know when he talks to especially area late, area later is he's so sweet like he you know it's kind of totally can you imagine if she had killed him like it's so sad because he really wasn't a horrible person if she had just like gotten so mad she <laughs> murdered hot pie we would have never known how nice he is on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I love oh. your devotion to this character. Can I'm so I just excited. say? <laughs> yes. We were having a little little technical difficulty, and Clotho was like, "No, hot pot." I'm like, "I love it." I, I you know, <laughs> it's, it's um, like the best thing. I'm sad I missed it. <laughs> I know. I was gonna be really. I was gonna be really sad if I, <laughs> we didn't get to our hot pie episode off the ground. Um, yeah, there was a little part. Another little part I was gonna read about. Um, they were just kind of just you know, they sort of formed this bond, and they're traveling together. And it's a tiny, like, simple moment. It's like, they're kind of trying to decide. Arya's exhausted. She's falling asleep in the saddle. Gendry keeps saying, you know, we need to stop. We need to sleep. She's like, no, we need to keep going. And she kind of looks around, and Hot Pie was already on the ground, curled up beneath his cloak on a bed of damp leaves and snoring softly. He had a big wedge of cheese in one fist, but it looked as though he had fallen asleep between bites. Like, I just love it. It's such a simple... It's just a nice relatable. Human. Yes, relatable. He's exhausted. It's a human moment and all this just kind of really dark material. He's just chilling. So Clotho, Clotho, uh-huh. I want to know, is it is it book hot pie or 
or show hot pie? Who did you? Fall I like with? them both. Like, cause I'm I'm realizing I'm reading it, cause I, I like them, and I don't remember. I honestly, I remember enjoying it the first time around, but I really liked what I was reading this time around, cause it's been a while, and I sort of feel like I'm happy with them both. Like, you know, there's a little differences, <laughs> but I think they're pretty cool, and I guess they did a good. You know, other than looks are different, they did a good job with casting. Yeah, is he pretty? I, I rewatched some of the bits. Um, there was a part with uh, the part with Gendry and the armor. And if you have armor, you're a knight. <laughs> it's like any idiot can buy armor. It's just such a great scene <laughs> on the show. <laughs> so what? Is, what do you hate about? What is there to hate? Like, this is, what do you hate about Hot Pie? <laughs> That's our next question. Is there anything? Maybe to hate? the intro- Maybe his introduction. <laughs> He really does seem like an awful, like, I remember, no, I mean, I remember reading it going, oh, God, you know, he's going to be this this vicious, horrible guy. Yeah. And I mean, they certainly did that in the show, too, where you, you think, yeah. oh, he's going to be this, this bully, bully and, you know, she's just going to be one other psychopath or whatever. But he's not. I mean, he's a good dude. You know, I couldn't remember how they did it in the show, if they did it like that, or if Hot Pie was her buddy from the beginning. I uh, honestly... He tried, so yeah, he tried I think, to. He tried to believe. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's. I think it's fairly true to the books initially, in that he's not... It's it's afterwards that I think you, you get to see who he is, or whatever, that it's fine. Yeah, I think maybe you know, it, goes, just, it goes quicker. Like, there isn't quite as big of a... In the book, there's more of a dust-up. Like, she's kind of really beaten on him, and broke his nose i think oh did she yeah so yeah, she like so. whacked him with needle and broke his nose like right across the side of it yeah that sounds right because that he later he's like you know you broke my nose and you broke lem's nose too so <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of impressed <laughs> yeah and he took it really well you know that's the thing too they kind of formed a bond after that they didn't you know no hard feelings <laughs> The next question is, what is their biggest mistake? Like, I had a hard time with, like, I mean, kind of was just dealing with what he had. I don't know what. <laughs> no, does he have a mistake? Maybe I mean, not really much to go. <laughs> I think if anything, well, I think that's going to lead us into our next question. I don't yeah, know that he has a mistake. I mean, I think he's just doing his thing. Yeah. Baking his bread. Making his his sour cherry tarts or whatever the hell, or the raisins and all that. I mean, his one mistake, excuse me, his one mistake could just be not being friends with Arya from the start and being a bully. Yeah, yeah. You had to pick one thing. Yeah, I guess that's it. That's that's really kind of the low point of his story is just right at the beginning. Up up from there. And, you know, and then sort of, like you said, it does go into the smartest move, which, you know, I sort of think staying at the end of the kneeling man, that that was so far that appears to be um, his smartest move. You know, we don't we don't hear from from what I understand. We don't hear from at all again in the books. Right. I know the show sort of I, I wonder if they are just doing that on their own, if there's any indication that he from George, that he was going to be in the books anymore or they just kind of. I don't think he's in it past a storm of swords, is he? Yeah, I don't think books? so either. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, no. I wondering. tried doing like a search, and I think she thinks of him once. I think Arya thinks like one time after that she thinks, you know, she's something about hoping he's happy or something about imagining him somewhere. Oh, that he would enjoy oh. the kitchens. She, I think she was thinking that he would enjoy the kitchens in the um, with the black and white. The, the house of the black, the and, of white. black and white. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, I think his smartest move is like he doesn't belong in the. You know, as soon as he can get. Yeah out of the 
so to speak, the action of the story, he does. And, and I think that's that's the right move. He doesn't get caught up in what's going on beyond what he needs to. Yeah. Exactly. And and Aria, you know, because uh, kind of when she's going up to the inn, she says it looks, you know, those are her words, friendly and homey, or her descriptions of it. So, I mean, you know, even though they weren't really sure about the owners or anything, I mean, it didn't seem like a super sketchy place. <laughs> because you kind of kind of cut your losses. I always and... just... <clears throat> Oh, I always just hope that it's kind of like the show where, like, every time we come back to, like, the Inn at the Crossroads, like, he's just there and we can just see him again <laughs> and later on in the book. I just got, like, got my fingers crossed. Yeah, and it looked like it was doing pretty good business the last time they were there. <laughs> yeah. It's doing better. <laughs> so, like, Hot Pie's one of the smartest characters in the book. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll that's just... what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. There's the episode description right there, Eon. <laughs> yeah, because he got out of the game a lot sooner than everybody else. <laughs> he was never in the game, and I think his—I think the smart thing is he real. It, well, okay, maybe we're giving Hot Pie more um, um, acumen that he deserves. But yeah. if you think of other characters who probably could have stepped aside or not been involved in all of the events around them. Yeah, and 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 probably would have been a lot happier for it. Oh, yeah. Hot pie. Right. I mean, maybe he didn't realize what's going on. I don't know, but if he did, he went. You know what? This is not for me. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna focus on my bakery, and it's all gonna <laughs> right. be good. And you know, sometimes that's the right move. And yeah. he's super into it. I mean, there, you know, there's the little interaction with the husband at the end, and he's like talking like about his pies lovingly about the tarts, and you know, going into detail and what she should do as far you know it was needed too much. Like you know, he's be like on the Great British Bake Off or something. He knows, like he was like, <laughs> oh, I was saying it's underproved. Oh, like, like, <laughs> oh no, there's a thick in that. <laughs> you know, he's talking about you're just writing already, a Great then. British Bake Off like. <laughs> <laughs> song by some fi- they they abandoned it unfortunately. Oh my um, gosh! But he would have been. It would like the he could have been a well, judge. It was like you know the bread's overworked or you got to yes. do this. I mean, if you've ever baked, man, it's not easy. Or tried to bake. Yeah, and, and I say this as someone who really make bread. So that's why when I watch it, they're like it's underproved, it's underproved. Like he's describing to the husband, like you know, you need you needed it too much, or you did this, you know, in detail. So it's kind of cool that he he knows his stuff. <laughs> well, clearly he knows his craft for sure. It would so I was gonna sense. say I think if we if we separate away from books, I do love in the show that he kind of talks to Brienne about yes Arya. <laughs> Yes, I I did like that. I, like you know, I don't give the show credit for much, but that was one of the things I actually did kind of like. Yeah, and it, it gave us the great gravy line. You know, no oh, gravy, yeah. no pie. You cannot get yeah. up on the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> don't neglect the gravy. What it? What was it? It was like I actually have a quote that says, "Oh, and the gravy. Don't get me started on the gravy. Very difficult to get right. See, a lot of people give up on the gravy. You cannot give up on the gravy. No gravy, no pie. It's simple as that." <laughs> you know, there's some wisdom in that. I, I can't fault them for that. <laughs> no, I'm just amazed that they left that in. Like, I'm so I I, I love it, but I'm like surprised. That they, it's like awesome. Oh, because they're they, 
you were giving a message about I don't know people were mad that they hadn't cut some things or something. Oh, that was some cutting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think it was just people were pissed that they weren't cutting Doran that they were doing Doran and the irony ended up being that in fact Doran was something they decided was a mistake. But oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, so that's tainted. So even the gravy line is tainted. <laughs> you know, let's just accept the gravy line without face value. And I mean, face value. The, the show uh, gave us there's... the the bread, the wolf bread, right? Yeah, it did. Along with the gravy line, like that wasn't in the books. The wolf bread was not in the books. No. Yeah, his improved wolf bread was and we got pretty good. Two of them. <laughs> yes, we got two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also love that that was like one of the the breaks in in their version of Arya and her kind of like stone faced killer was like wow this is really good bread you know it's just <laughs> sort of like... <laughs> so basically I, I think what we're coming it. down to is we liked how they wrote hot pie yes yeah we did yeah. totally <laughs> <laughs> and then they wrote him out and dropped him I know well. I mean, it did more with him than George did. I mean, let's be fair. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> True, but I mean, in George's defense, he kept a lot more of the small folk than the show really did. Yeah. I guess yeah. That is really true. I feel like this, the show kind of stopped paying attention to how things were really working for the, the common man a couple seasons ago. Maybe three seasons ago. No, definitely. Yeah. Because, mm. I mean, even though, I mean, I guess what would have been there wasn't even that much of the common man in the uh, whole, um, oh, what are the, the sept and the, what is that dang guy's name? The, not the high septum, but the other, I'm, I'm forming a blank, but the, oh, the, the, the high militant sp- dude, yeah, high sparrow. sparrow, yeah, the high sparrow. It was like, yeah. you know, they oh, had Jonathan a, Price? Yeah, they had a couple people, you know, you'd see like sort of the people in the background, the common folk, and then, you know, sort of riots and stuff, but other than that, there wasn't much, you know. Yeah, well, because I think, they're as focused on the Game of Thrones as everybody else. I mean, and maybe Hot Pie is their one successful nod to, um, you know, to characters who are going to go do their thing and, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, you know, kind of interesting thing is, it, you know, people always talk about how, and I guess it's especially after she leaves, like how hard she was, but I thought it was kind of sweet how she really did form you know and she even says that to herself that she formed a pretty tight bond and she felt like they were her pack and you know she has a couple moments where she's like well maybe I should have left them behind but she you know she didn't it wasn't until you know she sort of felt like they both left her in a way yeah but Aria really I think it was important for her to bond with Gendry and Hot Pie well and I, I she also I mean I remember going back and rereading the story for some reason or that part of the story. But I mean, there's also like, she takes in that little girl, the one who's yeah. been traumatized. Weasel. Oh, Weasel, Weasel is part of their story. Yeah. yeah. And, and she's like, Arya's is very humane in those. I mean, like she is very upset at what's going on around her and does her best. And I think it's represented by a lot of the small folk actually. Yeah. That she interacts with. Um, even later on, like when they're in the Brotherhood and she meets up with Harwin and uh, um, Lady Smallwood. And all that. Not that Lady Smallwood is the small folk, but, you know, I and Hot Pie is one of those characters that's part of that. I mean, it's, you know, he is 
I mean, he's a human being that she, you know, that sort of caught up in this mess. I don't yeah. Because that's true. If she didn't have any, if she yeah. had lost all ability to feel, she wouldn't have even shown, you know, the little small mercies that she did. With She didn't have to do those things, you know. Well, and well, the, it, it's evident that she's just constantly trying to make, make new connections. She, like, recognizes that she's lost her family, and she just is constantly trying to rebuild a web around herself. And, and kind to of find a stymied. family. Yeah. And actually, I think some of her her bits, I mean, the stuff that happens to them when they're at Heron Hall and they're, you know, before um, uh, Bruce Bolton takes over and they're sort of like, you know, when they are definitely almost going to be killed. Um, and then later on with the Brotherhood and their journeys. I mean, she's always, like, like Chicky said, she's always making connections and she's always... And I mean, I think it's... Isn't she? She's terribly upset when he is going to leave, I think, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, she's upset about both him and Gendry. Gendry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She is upset about it because she had kind of thought that they were, you know, like like she said, she thought they were her pack. So, yeah. Yeah, because um, she thinks at one I don't, point. I don't think their parting is as good in the books as it is in the show, is my feeling, but I haven't reread that for a while. Yeah, it's kind of more anticlimactic. I mean, you know, she says goodbye. It's sort of a similar goodbye to Hot Pie. And then for both of them, I don't think it's as sort of, it doesn't seem as, they made it a little more moving, I think, in the show. And then mm. um, at one point, she's thinking if the mummers kind of catch them, that she's going to, you know, she's going to tell who she was, but she wouldn't. She sort of beg, like in a way, like if as long as you don't her harm Hot Pie or Gendry, so but she mm-hmm. had to try, even if they didn't believe her that she was going to have to try just to, you know, so they wouldn't be hurt. <sighs> Which is really sad when they end up being separated. She didn't well, want that to happen. It's not that it's like it's not dramatic, but if I recall correctly, she is, isn't she? She is like kind of. It's it's sort of like they leave her and she's upset about oh, it. Oh yeah, she feels in like a they quiet kind of way. Yeah, it sort of feels like almost like, like she feels abandoned. Yeah, but does Arya has like a bigger mission to go on anyways, and they they were never gonna go on that bigger mis- mission with her anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for the best mm-hmm. for them. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I don't see some of those things happening. You know, Gendry's kind of, you know, he kind of sees to reason. I don't see any of that, you know, House of Black and White happening if Gendry was. <laughs> I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, no, he's not subtle sharp for that. like that. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So we kind of went over how you know we kind of like the you know how Hot Pie was portrayed in the show, and then and it was kind of interesting i was kind of curious whether they're ready you know it's kind of silly stuff there's that <laughs> zora high have pot pie theories but apparently people are irritated Did you guys know mm-hmm. that people were on this is reddit so people are irritated a lot there but are, wait 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 wait, wait. People, there are wait, a, there are azora high hot pie oh, they're yeah. silly they're oh, yes, silly they but they're funny they're hilarious you can it's called azora a pie <laughs> And there's like secret <laughs> secret targ, which I think is a joke. As much as like I couldn't find out, I think you know people are like, oh god, like I I don't know. So he's talking about like his I don't know. I'm, I'm misquoting it somehow. But, like his fingers can't burn. He's a secret targ when he's cooking. I don't know. This is really ridiculous <laughs> stuff. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. That is so awesome. I know. We can touch hot bread. Finger. This is basically what you're saying. Oh god. It's so funny. And then people are mad at him because they think that he's responsible for the wall falling. What? Like, what? Okay, so their logic is Aria was going to go to King's Landing, but because he had the conver- she had the conversation with Hot Pie and he told her that Sansa and Winterfell and all this that he needed to go she needed to go back to Winterfell, she, if she basically if she would have killed Cersei, they're saying that the wall never would have fell because they wouldn't have gotten the zombie, the fight wouldn't have started, there was some domino effect. So that's all okay, Hot these Pie's are stupid fault. People. I know. This is like people about the show. Yeah, about the show. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, there's like whole friends anything we need to pay any I know it's like what I was like, this is terrible they're hating on Hot Pie <laughs> they're like making him the new Ollie like they just hated him oh don't even <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Ollie <laughs> kind of tried to block him man fuck him yeah Ollie was a small folk right I mean that could be our, yeah. se- our segue into like uh, you know talking about some of the other um, interesting small folk I mean, he's not interesting but yeah <laughs> <laughs> He was a show invention. Yeah, was he all show? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's nobody like him in the Netflix. <sighs> I mean, they're they're really, really interesting characters who are small folk. And I mean, we talked about some of them, um, like H- the Heddle girls yep. and, um, yeah. oh, God, now I'm going to blank on everybody. I mean, there are interesting characters. And I think, like I said, George does a really good job of drawing those. Um. Yeah, well, you've got, like, Hodor and Old Nan yeah. to begin with, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, well, of course, you keep Hodor for all of the series that we've read so far, um, although we know what's coming, I guess, but, um, got, like, I don't know, I can't and... think who, who, other than Hodor, has that prominent position who's really, really, I mean, that, I mean, you have, like, Davos, but he's been elevated, so it's hard to really think of him as 100% small folk anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's small folk in the sense of class. Well, even no, because... He's, isn't he Sir Davos? Yeah. Hasn't he been? Well, anyhow, he's but the, I mean, the king to Stannis, yeah. which is worth something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been he's been achieved privilege basically. Even if he came from you know Flea Bottom, he still has privilege now, so he's a little bit separate. Yeah, yeah. From, you know, significant. Did you mention uh, yeah. Gendry? Oh yeah. Gendry. Well, is he? Well, yeah, yeah but then again, of course, Gendry's got the secret, you yeah. know, king roots. Yeah. Well, kind of like Maya Stone, I guess. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she's. I mean, Robert, does he ever, like, openly acknowledge her? I can't remember. Yeah, and that's why she has the name Stone. Everybody Stone. knows she's Robert. But, I mean, I guess if we define small folk a little bit differently, there's some, I I think, like. Oh, Bron. Yeah. Bron. Yeah. Although, again, elevated. Elevated, yeah. Are, the people we're talking about are, they either have more, I guess. Well, where does he come down? Where does George come down? on like king's bastards and stuff like where do they fit in the social echelon of stuff i can't well remember. i mean it's like any bastard with a last name is really not small folk small folk because if you're you're somewhat acknowledged which means you're some sort of very low rung nobility at, at you know like how can i doesn't even know what his first name is no which, yeah some of them don't even we haven't even talked even have about yeah i can't even imagine what that's like yeah sort I mean, of like people who don't know what their birthday is and yeah and, and, you know, when you think about that a little bit, it's just sort of... And war is going to make it so much worse, because when that happens, then you have kids like the weasel child. If she did escape, if she was three or four, however old she was, and somebody finds her, she's not going to know when she was born. She's not going to know her name. You know, yeah. children well, she, like that. 
just beyond traumatized as it is. Yeah. I mean, she's practically feral when Arya finds her. And I mean, he's he's got you know these these names. I was looking at the list, like, but that is interesting too, because some of them, like, some of them, they don't really have last names, but they have like dual name, like Lomi. They call them Green Hands, a sort of or Tormund Giant's Bane. You know, they have this sort of, um, they have a second name, but it's more like the nickname. But then a lot of them are just like you know the I don't, some of the ones are like Nagel. Um, is like an innkeep at Stonebridge. He was in like I think Brienne's chapters at a, a Feast for Crows and like Puddingfoot. You know, a lot of the Brotherhood without banners. Like he yeah. was. Like, they had some crazy names. Like, <laughs> well, know. it seems like some people yeah. earn nicknames that kind of yeah. function as last names. But like Tormund, I mean, oh. with the Wildlings, yes, that's kind of a nick. That is not kind of it isn't a yeah. nickname that he's earned. But the Wildlings tend to kind of function on a different. I mean, they, they don't, don't definitely have some nobility in some places, like with yeah. the Fens and stuff, but. Yeah, it's not. It's kind of a different, more slight. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Of the wild, more egalitarian. Even, yeah, up than most of Westeros. They're not even considered. Like, are they even? Would they well, be even, like above? <laughs> well, they're the free folk. I mean, they yeah. they don't kneel. They don't acknowledge. Yeah, I mean, there are some hereditary. Like the Fens have some hereditary titles that are wildling. I think there is another wildling group that has some sort of noble ranking. I can't really remember off the. Top of my, there are a couple that kind of do, but most most of the groups of wildlings tend not to do this. It seems like, yeah. And then I mean, there's certain ones that I don't know aren't really because the Heddles they have last names. That's because at one point they were nobility. Is that the deal? And they just sort of kept the last not names? nobility, but probably like you know, I mean they, they own class. an inn. They're landowners, class. Okay. so. Okay. Yeah, well, or, I mean, or merchant but, class. I think is what you call yeah, that. As, as probably a better way to to put it in a semi-medieval concept and setting. Like Nimble Dick, is he sort of the same situation? Nimble Dick Crab? Cause, or is, is he, he's pretty much <laughs> Yeah, no, the crabs were a noble family. Okay. okay. Who I really hope, I, I, I know I shouldn't say this because I am really a Jamie fan, but I do kind of want him to <laughs> oh, win God. A Song of Madness. A Song of Madness is awesome. <laughs> I'm done, like, no, I totally voted for him, and I know Giles is a fan. I was like, I didn't, couldn't help, but it was so hilarious because the, all the people were just, it was, oh my God. If no one knows what we're talking about, there's a. Um, I know what you're talking about. Davis's fingers is, is doing. They how many years now have they done this? It's a song of madness. Is it? Oh my god! It's like four. Yeah, four. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, oh, you got to check out their Twitter feed because they have these polls every day, and the nimble dick crab was amazing. That whole just the memes and the people. Somebody did a rap. They made a rap of it. It was awesome. I loved it. And then oh, somebody today had a whole thing about how they thought. Uh, Nimble Dig could really go on to win. It's basically like model on, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's a uh, Twitter polls that are from uh, Davos Fingers on Twitter, and it's, it's uh, modeled after uh, the March Madness basketball thing. Yeah. And the fact that I even know what March Madness is should tell you it's a big deal. Um, uh, it's just because of that, because I never paid attention. It, every year, there's a bunch of characters <laughs> that we all vote for, and it's I always get really annoyed with who wins, but this year... <laughs> I don't know. They brought in a whole bunch of these in- more interesting non-show characters, and I'm really, really hoping. Um, I did feel again, like they had some more random characters this time yeah, around than yeah. usual. Yeah. And and Guile, if you're listening, don't, <laughs> don't hate me, but I, I may have to vote for Nimble Dick over Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. Okay. <laughs> She's going to come after me and kill me. But... <laughs> Oh man, I was. It's just the fun of of seeing. It, it kind of feels like the fun of seeing it happen. You know, <laughs> like 
just want to watch the world burn. That's exactly, that's it. <laughs> With Nimble Dick as the winner. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah, and I liked your idea. I think I think it was you, Kama, that did you tweet about um, the animals? That they I need... thought they should do they, an they totally all-animal version of this. <laughs> Of honor. Like, and... forget Jon Snow. I mean, I want to <laughs> see all of them. I want to see Balerion the the Dread and Drogon and, you know, but just all animals. I, yes. I don't want to see any, no more Sansa, no more Stannis, no more, just like, let's battle it out for the There, the there are kingdom. enough animals. They could do it. There'd I think they could do it. Animals. I totally do. Yeah. And they actually said that they'd had, they had thought about it. It, so there is there is precedent because it could be like when you have the Super Bowl and they have the Puppy Bowl and the Kitten Halftime Show, the Kitty Halftime Show. It could be something and, like that, like a little lighter break from the <laughs> Song of Madness torture. <laughs> I don't know this, but this sounds really good. I, I'm all for this. Okay, we've totally gone off the rails. Okay, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I mean I think we've kind of if there's anything else anybody wants to talk about as far as the small folk or. Um, anybody who really you really love the small, you know, we have Pia. We've got like, you know, we've got cool people like Jenny Oldstone, oh, Maggie the Frog. Yeah. Oh, I'm really glad you mentioned the Heddles. They're some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, they are good. Maggie's kids are are moving on up. Yeah, are they the Westerners? Yeah, they are the Westerners, yeah. right? Yeah, the Westerners. Maggie's that's daughter. Granddaughter. Granddaughter. Yeah, because it seems like when yeah, they go up, it's think, fast. I think sometimes. <laughs> I think Kevin talks about like he thought about or not, uh, not Kevin. Yeah, Kevin talks about possibly marrying one of his sons off to Jane Westerling, but then comments on how the grandmother sold cloves, and I think that's Sybil Spicer, who is Maggie's. Yeah. Yeah. I- I yeah. think I think somebody said some somebody says something about Maggie had married a merchant of some kind and they clearly had enough money to kind of buy their way into the society nobility with the Westerlings. So, but but you know, there's there is some mobility. I mean, it's 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 kind of interesting how they play with that too in the series. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I mean, yeah. and we of course there was I mean, we did you know whole episodes on Dunk, but you know Dunk was a small folk commoner who was raised in ranks yeah you know? so there's examples yeah. of uh you know other than davos mm-hmm. who has a point of view we get hit you know we get dunk's point of view which is kind of cool okay uh, do we have any mail this week yes we do we have a message from um the fattest leech awesome. on pod pod being a uh, great nice. name there uh, <laughs> a nice job my fave gendry scene is when he tells Arya to pee on a tree kind of like jojen tells bran to pee on a tree as a wolf but he knows Arya is Arya, and he's already keeping her secret. Um, Machi, in quotes. I love it. And then there's a little cat face. Oh. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, always good to put a cat face in there. <laughs> Enjoy that. Okay. Um, I guess that's it for tonight. And you can reach us at close the door and at gmail.com on Tumblr at close the door and come here at tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter at door podcast. Please like review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Google music, and wherever else you listen. And please support us on Patreon at close the door. Thanks everyone. I had a real fun time with this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> we did. <And> so, did <laughs> we. so uh, we're closing the oven door. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>